I'm Brad Humphrey, and in today's podcast, I want to ask the question, are we there yet? We're going to talk about the future in equipment, and Caterpillar's experts here today, we're going to talk about how, do we see the day coming when we're going to see people-less equipment? Hey, today's podcast is sponsored again by 4constructionpros.com and Caterpillar. We're very thankful for that. Lonnie Fritz and Jason Hurtis. Caterpillar subject matter experts. Guys, how are we doing today? Good, how are you? Good, how are you doing, Brad? We're doing great. I think most of us, we've talked a little bit about this before, I think we would agree that the the topic alone is pretty hot. Obviously, there's a lot of publicity out, even with driverless cars. You know, a lot of the, some of the companies are all yep. playing with it. Um, this is a big deal. And in this industry right now, it's a big deal for another reason. We're running short of people. We got a lot of the boomers retiring. We don't have nearly enough of the younger generation coming into the industry. Some experts tell us we're about a million short, some even higher than that. So certainly the topic deserves some merit to visit about. I'd like to start maybe at really a 5,000-foot view of this thing. Can you guys give us some input on what do you see as, as, as maybe the big picture moving forward when it comes to people-less running equipment? <laughs> Yeah, I think I think Brad, it's the it's the next big thing in our industries that we serve. Whether it be Jason on the construction materials, Corey and I get side, or myself in the construction side. Um, again, we're we're trying to keep up with the agriculture industry, the automobile industry, and I think um, we all know pretty well it's very very transparent as to what those industries are doing with autonomy. And I think in our lifetime we will see it coming into again the industries we support. So you think it's that soon? I I do. I I think. Of course, I'm young, Brad. You know, sitting here at four, <laughs> four, forty-three. I'm I'm just Had to a, bring that up. Know, I'm, I'm in the yeah. youth, but yes, I I, I think we will because uh, everyone is so eager on the OEM side to create a solution yeah. to help narrow the skilled labor shortage, and um, and and industries asking for it. Yeah, you know, it, it, and be Jason, before you comment, you know, it, you're true. You're, you're right on that. Um, and this isn't about just trying to be futuristic. This is actually hitting a need that we may have to face because we don't see, again, great numbers going into the trades. So this may be one way for us to extend uh, that we know building will always be there. Jason? Yeah, I think we'll see it in our lifetime for sure. I don't think we'll ever be peopleless. I mean, if you look at the manufacturing environment, you know, every manufacturer had 10,000 welders 10 years ago. Right. Now they have 15 robotics, but there's still people, people involved. involved with the robotics. I think you'll see the same thing in our industry. You may have autonomous vehicles or um, autonomous, autonomous construction equipment, but there's still going to have to be people on that job site, either watching them, getting the metrics, making sure that they're producing what you want to produce. I think there'll still be people involved in it. From Caterpillar standpoint, what we've tried to do is, is kind of take a progression. If you've looked at what we've done over the years, you know, we started with remote. So there's still a person involved with that machine. They're just not sitting in it. They may be standing next to it. They may be halfway around the country, but they're still running or operating that machine. Is kind of our first step into autonomy. Then we've gone into semi-autonomous, where we've actually automated a lot of the repetitive motions of machine operation, whether it's you know auto-dig, where the loader automatically digs for the operator, right. but the operator's still making directional changes and is sitting in the cab, or auto-blade control or safety features that will stop the machine from doing something that the machine should not be doing to protect that operator. Right. To all the way to full autonomous. And I think everybody's seen, you know, we have fully autonomous mine machines. 
uh, trucks that run the same path every day where there is not an operator, but there's still a person sitting somewhere monitoring what those trucks are doing and producing every day. Yeah, that's good. And I think not to alarm the audience, you know, and, and society in general is here comes more technology potentially yeah, if it does right. get developed um, to displace the workforce because with technology brings different opportunities we've talked in other podcasts you know that uh, skilled labor shortage and in, in the the millennials the younger workforce and how technologically advanced they are this as we bring more of these technologies it really aligns with the available workforce what their capabilities are what their skill sets are to help develop and support these things. So it brings new opportunities um, as we remove individuals from the seat, if that's where we go, you know, through more of an autonomous work site. Um, again, not fully people-less. Right. Um, I'd like the folks in industry are common, my side of the business with construction to think about as a stakeless job site. You know, it's like nails on the chalkboard for me. Right. We all know you need control points. You have to check in with grade control. So while we've eliminated a lot of wood on the job sites, we're not completely stakeless. Right. And I see this as more of the progression as well when we talk about the human element on the job site. Well, yeah, I mean, Total Station speaks to that very quickly, right? Absolutely. For a lot of contractors, that's for sure. You know, one of the thoughts I had was, and how much do you guys think this plays into it, is the move in this direction. Is it really also, is it good for the safety? Is it kind of a safety leap? <laughs> By far. Oh, easily. Far. Yeah. I mean... You've seen all the statistics. Most people get hurt, what, climbing on or off a machine. Yeah, yeah, if you exactly. eliminate them from yeah. climbing up and down a machine, you know yeah. you've increased your safety record. Well, yeah, I, even just a few years ago in Texas, I know they I saw a result that said the, the highest percentages of, of death and then serious injury were ladder falls. Oh, yeah. Right. Absolutely. So it's just amazing. From um, not very far up. From not very yeah. far up. And look, well. look at the remote flaggers these days, Brad. Just something as simple as a stop slope paddle that can be, you know, commanded from behind the barrier wall. Or, you know, from a dis safe distance, at least, yeah. versus putting that human life right out there in traffic. I always told my crews, the most important person out here are the flaggers. Right. Because they're controlling the traffic and keeping all the rest of us safe. Yeah. When that car comes to the construction zone that's targeting, you know, not targeted intentionally, but comes in contact with that flagger. Yeah. It's a good example of our technology as command, which is remote right. or even autonomous in the future. Right. Jason, I know you've talked about this before, but give us another quick summary. What are some of the... the, the you're leading the equipment in the mines uh, down there in the deep in the mines, that type of stuff. Most of that is done without humans being in the equipment itself, correct? Yeah, a lot of it is because of a safety issue sure. or a training issue. Um, and then as Lonnie mentioned, you know, it's also kind of a retention issue attracting new people because of the technology. And it's more of a, a game-like situation than actually sitting in the machine and you can get the gen younger generation to do it and they like doing it. I, I think... A friend of mine's in the Air Force, and he told a story one time they had two drone operator openings and over a 1,000 people applied. You know, the same type of thing in our industry. The more attractive you yeah. can make it, the more technologically advanced, the yeah. better you're going to have to retain people and attract new people. That's interesting. It's kind of funny you said that because I know just recently I read the FAA has already seen an increase in applications because of the drone. Right. Trying, you know, you have to have an FAA, uh, I guess, certification. Yep. That's right. On some of that. Let me ask you one more question. Maybe it's maybe certainly answered by a president or CEO, but you guys are involved with the market. You guys see what's going on there. What commitment does a company like Caterpillar have to making this a reality? Because you know your competition, I guess, is involved with it too. Uh, everybody's involved. Yeah. I mean, you've seen the ads for Google and yeah. 
and Uber and some of the things that they're doing. Um, other manufacturers have, have moved into this space. And we've had customers that have asked us and driven us to, to this particular space. And I think we owe it to our customers from a Caterpillar standpoint to, to continue to be the tip of the, steer, the spear and the leading edge and make sure that we're producing the machines that our customers want and continue to find value in. Yeah. Do you see this as the direction of the industry, Lonnie, as you look out? I definitely do because when we just look at the risk numbers ourselves, you know, we just highlighted about trips and falls and ladders, you mm-hmm. know, it goes way beyond that. Yeah. We're in one of the riskiest, which has also been rated as the riskiest industry in construction, quarrying aggregates, as any industry alike. Yeah. So um, there's definitely a need here. Um, I continue to see the manufacturing industry move in that direction. We've already seen it in manufacturing with robots and autonomy. I see uh, additional products coming to market. Um, you know, one of the biggest drivers in cost is fatalities. It's emotional costs. It's a monetary costs. It's insurance premiums. So anytime we can remove the human element from harm's way and get yeah. them back to their loved ones yeah. safely at the end of the shift, the better it is. So I can see us bringing more solutions to help compel that forward. And it's definitely going to impact education again, isn't it? In a just <laughs> yeah. a different light. Yeah, it'll be a new, whole new training curve for sure. Yeah. Well, I appreciate uh, your, both of you guys giving some input on this. I think, obviously, for the for many contractors who are out there, they're just trying to knock out the work every day and make a living, right? Keep the uptime going and make a profit. But I think this is something in the back of their minds. I know, as again, as I travel the country and speak at conferences, they do have questions about this because they see it happening, you know, in the in the automotive industry. They see it happening for kind of not NASA. Half of what they produce is not done with people, right? It's done all through robotics. So this certainly it's going to hit our industry as well. Well, I hope you've enjoyed this podcast. Again, my name is Brad Humphrey, and I've been privileged to have Lonnie Fritz and Jason Hurtis. Both are subject matter experts with uh, Caterpillar for this for this time with us today. And we have been, again, sponsored by 4constructionpros.com and Caterpillar. In fact, for more information, not only on this podcast, but other things that Caterpillar provides for, including webinars, you need to go to their website. And you can certainly check out The Contractor's Best Friend, where we have some videos and podcasts as well. Thank you for listening. Hey, go out, use the things you've listened to today. Put them to work. Uh, Dream a little bit. Might even help your business grow as well. And go make some money. Have a great day. Bye. For more information on this podcast and others that may be quite helpful to you, be sure to go to 4constructionpros.com and check out the Profit Matters channel sponsored by Caterpillar.